Fleshlings. Welcome back. That was ugly. That was ugly, but we're going to roll with it. <laughs> Welcome back, Trashlings, to another episode of the Demon, Demon Trash, Trash Podcast. Podcast. We don't do we this never sing. It's, it's been, been a month. It's been a while. It's been a while. It really has since our last episode. Yeah. Um. Got a long time. It's been it's been a few weeks. Um, long, long time since we sat down and recorded an episode. But uh, here we are to hang out with you guys. I mean, we've been up to a lot. Um, we've been here. I mean, we've been uploading content. It's not like yeah. we just like, disappeared. It's just been a minute since we sat down and did a podcast. So it's good to be back. How are mm-hmm. you? I'm good. <laughs> we see each other every day. <laughs> um, so yeah, welcome back, Trashlings. We missed you, and we're excited to get into today's episode because it's going to be a good one. It's going to be fun. We're going to mm-hmm. be able to talk about some things that we've been simping over. <laughs> hard way too hard actually um we're gonna talk about escapism mm-hmm. and what a beautiful thing but uh yeah but again um we've been up on youtube uh doing a bunch of stuff so you guys should definitely go over there and thank you to all our new subscribers over there we've got just like a, a lot of content over there so if you're always looking yeah. for more if you're a podcast listener specifically and you that's how you found us then just know that there's other there's other avenues for more demon trash time. Yes. For more intimate Papa Trash and Baby Demon. <laughs> we have videos on our other YouTube channel, you guys. If They're you want to check intimate. them out, please do. Yeah. We're Come growing over. fast over there. So yeah, exactly. Come hang out with us while we watch TV and stuff. And we just do things <laughs> that we like to do. All right. <laughs> Enough of that. Why don't we jump into what we always do, which is... um. You know what it is. You know the jingle. Mm-hmm. Ready? Three, <laughs> two, one. Demon trash moments. God, you still got it. Every time. Uh, all right. Demon trash moments. A moment where we did something and we knew it was bad, but we did it anyway. Um, or just like, just trashy all around. <laughs> Mine is just so stupid so um we'll go into this a little bit later uh but my demon trash moment is um i'm i'm there's a lot of fictional uh men (laughs) i should say males because some of these people are not human (laughs) males uh that i am just you know thinking about like they're not real but i've got crushes and they're not real people they're fantasies they're fantasies they're fiction they're fictional uh uh, humanoids that i am into and my boyfriend is getting really tired of it i mean he's not like in a way he's not like being like stop but he is um i think it's a little bit of maybe like a feeling of like jealousy I'm not her, yeah jealousy it's like i'm not her number one right now like i am her number one but like in her fantasy world I'm but in not. her mind in her mind i'm not and the thing <laughs> in is, real is life like, and i don't feel bad about it because i just tell him i sit there and i go grow up you know like it is what it is nothing's gonna change mm-hmm. um this is this is who i am it's uh you know to me i'm in a relationship 
with Raven, but I am also in a relationship with many others. <laughs> in up here, though, you haven't chosen just one. Well, you know, I have. Let's specify who are these fantasy males that you're talking about. Um, we, we want to get into specifics. Yes. All right. Okay. <laughs> Castile Denier from the From Blood and Ash series by Jennifer L. Armentrout. Excellent series. Go check it out. Castile Denier, the fact that this man uh, will never exist in the real world is heartbreaking. And let's pop up some fan art. Yeah. That's him. <laughs> and I know what you're thinking. Wow. Um, another one is, uh, oh, a, a, a good one is because I've been watching, we've been watching Shadow and Bone over mm-hmm. on our YouTube um raven thinks it's my obsession is with ben barnes now ben barnes is great what a wonderful man Mm -mm. excellent Mm -hmm. good for him right but it's ben barnes as general kirigan slash the darkling Mm -hmm. daddy darkling daddy darkling um that's uh, that's who i want right yeah and then the other one is a resand from akatar Mm -hmm. um Yeah, just, um, that's really good stuff. <laughs> that's good stuff right there. And, you know, it's, you, you said this, right? a lot of these men are uh, written by women. That's why they're yeah. so fucking irresistible. And <laughs> that's that's why, why they're so perfect. That's why I can't stop thinking about them. Because they are perfect in every way. I'm just happy that you started to read those books because I was the one trying to get you to read them. And yeah, look and at the, what happened. you know what? I apologize because I feel like maybe at one point I was judging you. You were judging me very hard. Yeah. And I then, was like, why would I want to be with a... Yeah, no, no, no. Real men. Now. I get it now. I, are I, these fantasy men who live in my head. Live rent-free in my head, okay? Yeah, no, I did judge you. I think we could flash back to a clip of that. Because <laughs> I was really coming down on you hard for that. And... You know, because I, I, I think I used to say something akin to, like, get a life. And now, why would I? This is too good. <laughs> like, I'm retreating back into this. And um, so, yeah, these these people are perfect. And I'm in a relationship with all of them. But it it doesn't replace what's real. But it does make it better. <laughs> So fantasy boy crushes, that's happening a lot lately. And again, Raven is not, he's seriously not being like, stop. But when he sees me reading, <laughs> he's just like, it's almost like, it's it's like, like he's just like, it's like, is she texting another guy? <laughs> it's like that. It's, it's like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, which one is it today? Like Castile Denier is my wallpaper on my phone and it, it <laughs> rubs him the wrong way. He does not like that at all well when he was your wallpaper on your phone he didn't like it like it either well that's because i i chose ugly faces that i made into memes (laughs) of his face yeah well maybe he should take better photos (laughs) so (laughs) yeah and again that's maybe he should pose with a sword you know and like a sick photo with him with like a sword and like some nice armor maybe then he would be your wallpaper but alas no photo like that yeah (laughs) or uh, he becomes like a vampiric but tanned atlantean male Mm -hmm. um we could start talking about me being obsessed with him you know what i'm saying (laughs) 
but we're not. So anyway. Oh, Satoru, too, from Jujutsu Kaisen. It's the eyes, baby. It's those piercing blues mm-hmm. that just got me. Gojo. Do you see my... That's how he does it. Mm-hmm. Shoots his stuff. <laughs> I'm a nerd. Anyway, let's talk about you. Um, how are you been trashy? So... My demon trash moment was last week while I was uh, delivering food working. I got right. an order and it was like going to be like a long drive to like go deliver the food. Mm-hmm. And this like was just after I had just finished like campaign two of Critical Role. Right. And Bo Burnham soundtrack like special just come out. So I looked at my order, went to like go like start delivery, and I look. It was like over a twenty minute drive, and I just went, "Oh, good, enough time to cry." <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh wow. Um, <laughs> hold on. I just need to. Not like a full on like sob cry. Like I'm really sad. Like I was just like emotional because of like I was thinking to Bo Burnham's thing. Yeah. Okay. Driving around like the sun was setting and it's just like, you know, like let me get my these emotions out. Like let me have like a moment to emote. Okay. And like still like have time to like like fully emote and then like recover. Do you know what I mean? Right. Because you don't want to like walk into a restaurant and be like, can I get this order? And like your like eyes are running <laughs> or it looked like you were just crying in your car. Do you know what I mean? Right. 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 And okay. you know, with like what, like when we drive, we're just by ourselves. Oh, yeah. So it's like very and isolating thoughts. and your and thoughts. thoughts. And yeah. it's just like, great. Like perfect time to like exactly i don't try and do it all the time it was just like that day yeah i um oh i've cried on on the 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 uber (laughs) it's just perfect it's just the perfect amount like a perfect amount of time to be in my feelings like 20 minutes then i reel it back in and i'm good to go (laughs) yeah i just i put on um bo burnham's funny feeling Mm -hmm. and then i'm just (laughs) i get it out and it feels good it's it's a good one though it's like it's not like I need to talk to somebody cry. It's just like, I just need to feel my feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me just tap into these emotions. You. I don't know about you. I hate crying in front of other people. It's just like, Ooh. no, I don't want to cry in front of anyone else. Like, don't look at I me just... right now. Like, I'm not going to get emotional right now in front of you. I'm not weak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't show any weakness in front of anyone else. But like in my car with my like untinted windows my silly little tunes (laughs) my silly little tunes i will shed a tear yeah and from time to time that's within your right (laughs) that's within you this is america and i don't feel like i should be judged for that i no no one's judging (laughs) no one's judging man i mean i just want to know like are is this a lot is this often Because I feel like it, cause, 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 can I say something? What? Because I feel like you tell me that you cry a lot. I don't cry all the time. <laughs> I don't have enough time in between orders <laughs> to cry all the time. Yeah, yeah, You know, the short ones. Okay. Is this are you like, just, are you is just this listening? Like, is this like three times a week or what is this? No. It's like two. Once. It just depends on like what I'm listening to. Okay, honestly. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Like it's I was like, crying yesterday. <laughs> But it was because I was listening to a book that was very emotional. Oh, oh, that's right. But that's the different. Characters. That's different. That's different. So. See, if it's like a cry because you're thinking about life, it's just like, <laughs> um, you know, how often is that happening? 
Well, sometimes it like just depends. Like sometimes it's like a happy cry. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Do you know no, what I mean? Yeah, 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 gotcha. And sometimes it's a sad cry, but all all cries are good. And this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, kidding. Cut that out. <laughs> just bleep it or something. I no, I'm okay. That. I just thought it was funny. That was like, oh, perfect. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> who the fuck is just like, oh, oh great, perfect amount of time. To- Twenty miles. All right. <laughs> Turns up the volume on my like head, like in my car, and just like <laughs> hit repeat on. Put your feeling. fucking hands up. <laughs> Get out of here, see all that zombie. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, that's our demon trash moments, guys. Um, crushing on fantasy boys and crying in the car. What's yours? Set them up. <laughs> We've been consuming a lot of content in this time that we have been not doing the podcast mm-hmm. um and we'd love to talk to you guys about it because we have gotten requests before to like talk about our favorites mm-hmm. and i think like this is a good time to talk about our favorites from like the last month because it's been like a month right it's been like a month since we did yeah, it's been like outside. a month since we yeah. put out podcast so let's talk about our favorites from the month and what we've been loving uh first off we talked about a little bit of it in my demon trash moment but from blood and ash now mm-hmm I have no one to thank but Avery, little baby demon over here, because she listens to Audible. She's got all these books and book talk, and she introduced me to this world, and you've ruined my life in like the <laughs> best way possible. She's ruined my life definitively in the best way possible, because now I have read From Blood and Ash, um, the whole series. I have, I'm almost done with Akatar. Mm-hmm. And uh, these books are so good. And now I have a list, 30 books long, of things that I need to read mm-hmm. as soon as possible. Yeah. And they're so good. Um, another, sh- I mean, Shadow and Bone, we were watching that on mm-hmm. YouTube. Um, and you you read the first book. I didn't read Shadow and Bone, but you love Six of Crows. Yeah, Shadow and Bone is okay, but Six of Crows is such a good, like, series yeah i heard people like that's like the best thing about it mm-hmm. and then uh we've watched jujutsu kaisen which is an amazing anime and even if you're not super into anime because like avery you're not like super into anime no. you're not into super into anime but like jujutsu kaisen is literally so fucking good as a it's show it's so good it's really funny it's, it's really so relatable funny. it's so funny it's so funny there's a guy who talks about like how shitty adulthood is <laughs> It really do be like that. It really do be like that. Um, and Sometimes. then, uh, so those are some things that we've been loving and obsessing over. But this is the big one right here: is mm-hmm. um, Bo Burnham's Inside. Bo Burnham put out a uh, special on Netflix. We've all heard about it. Everyone's talking about it, and we watched it the day it came out. And mm, to say that it wrecked me <laughs> is an understatement. I feel like it, it wrecked everybody. I don't think we were, like, ready for it. Like, we put it I on. Mean, we're like, oh, Bo Burnham put out this new special. I had no... I, I honestly had no idea about um, anything. I, yeah, I didn't no, know anything about it. We went to it blind. It. I had no idea. I was like, oh, Bo Burnham, he'll be... He's silly, man. He's a silly, silly boy. And I like silly. <sighs> went into it blind and boy oh boy did it open our 
shaking catatonic afterwards just kidding <laughs> well uh well it i mean it's first off it's beautiful it's really i mean there it is funny like mm-hmm. there are parts of it that are funny but but what's funny is about it i think the joke is is that it was basically turning all the like shitty stuff that happened in like 2020 or like the last year year and a half i should say um into turning it into a joke and like making all these really kind of necessary points about society and joking about all these issues but also it was like a big thing about like you know a lot of self-reflection being inside with yourself a lot of isolation mental health issues um and you know the thing is with this is that i i just feel like um it it really when i when i watched it i really felt like I watched and I was like, oh, this is pretty much like if I if someone was like, well, how how did you handle 2020? What was that like for you? I would just be like that, you know, watch this. Yeah, that is the best way I could like. How have I been? How have I been? Here you go. That's how I've been. I was saying like if like if I were kids one day and they're like, mom, what was 2020 like? I'd just be like, here you go. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I'll have to wait till they're older for them to understand. <laughs> Yeah, because there's a whole part about it. He's like, don't, don't kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> yeah, no, Um, I mean, it got pretty dark. And the thing is, though, is like, you know how like before we've always been like, um, if you're not struggling, like, I can't fuck with you. Like, I can't. You remember how we used to say that? Yeah. Because like, it's just hard to identify with people who aren't struggling when you're struggling. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, why a lot of people like kind of retreat inwards because it's difficult. You don't want to bring someone's vibe down. You're not trying to be that guy ever. And uh, but I can definitively say, like, if you didn't understand the special, like you probably came out of quarantine, like not learning anything. And like, I understand that not everyone wants life or like 2020 to be a lesson. And if it wasn't for you, like whatever. But like, I just really feel like, uh, this is how I've been feeling to get on like a slightly serious note. I've just been feeling like everybody's rushing to get back to normal. And I feel like I'm struggling to get back to that. Like, I feel like I'm being normal, but I feel like there's kind of like this pressure to get back to normal and just kind of like toss everything that I went through from last year, just like behind me. It's like, all right, well that was over. So, and that was weird. So whatever. But like, um, I, the thing is, is that I really grew from that. And, um, it's not like I'm trying to like linger in that mind state, but it was a lot. And then I've been seeing this thing on TikTok where it was like, when you're coming out of like, when you're self healing, mm-hmm. like, and you're kind of leaving, like, like it was like, we shed a skin. Uh, it, it's not like that, per, that version of you is dying. So you're in this mourning period while you're kind of coming out of that. But it's like, you don't just like change overnight. You don't just like, you know, and, and that's, and I feel like a lot of people were either just like super depressed and now they're coming out and they're just like, didn't want to acknowledge anything. And mm-hmm. like, do you bro? But I just cannot be around people like that. Um, I think it's just, um, I don't know. I don't know. Does that make any sense at all? I just feel like, I just feel like, um, you know, Bo Burnham, he went real deep with it. And that's where I went. I was there in the trenches mm-hmm. with millions of other people. Um, but I do feel like those, there were other people who w- didn't go there and maybe should have. 
Yeah, I think a lot of people maybe got sad but didn't try to fix anything. Mm, yeah, there it is. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, when, after you, like, tried trying to, like, fix yourself, you're not ready just to, like, throw this, like, new version of yourself out into yes. society and the world. Yes. And mm-hmm. a lot of the time is you realize the things that kind of sucked were you don't want to bring back or, like, you don't want to do anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and also I think just talking from a personal place, it's just like, uh, you know, I feel like Bo Burnham's special was like, I think like a vast majority of the general public on the planet. But, you know, just from speaking from a personal place, like I we I just went through a lot. I mean, I've also changed a lot. You know, I'm fucking. I found out I have ADHD. Like, that's crazy. You know, people grow up thinking they get diagnosed with that. So that's weird. And so it's just like, um, you know, just I feel like I'm I'm uh, kind of navigating this like new stage of life, I guess, is the best way to go about it. I feel like I'm in a new like a new well, fully embracing escapism <laughs> to a T. Uh, well, yeah, because it's I it's don't want to go outside, but I will stay. Well, that's the thing. I'll I go outside of my mind. <laughs> I do go outside. <laughs> that's the thing. I am not fully quarantined i do go outside and hang out with people um and i do want to be a part of the world but i am very much like i feel like i don't know how to explain it for the first time in my life i feel very comfortable with myself and feel like i want to do the things that i want to do inside like all of quarantine i was so distracted by like my mental health and what was going on in the world that i i didn't actually take the time to um enjoy content mm-hmm. that's what i'm trying to say yeah well i feel like i mean the content was there but we just didn't like know to find it yet yeah exactly and i think like the whole point with like bo burnham's thing i think a lot of people just want to like f- forget about 2020 mm-hmm. versus like reflect like taking time to reflect back on it and taking away like any lessons they just want to like forget about it and move on mm-hmm. and that's their choice, I guess. But it's just like, if you didn't like learn anything during 2020, like even just a small amount of things about yourself, like, why'd you waste all that time? Yeah. And, you know, this is just my thing and not everybody in my life agrees with it. But I just feel like, um, did we learn nothing as a society, guys? Did we? Are we just going to go back to it? that's what i'm saying like are we did we do we learn nothing about these serious problems or are we just like well that was last year so that was so last that was so 2020 <laughs> new year carol move I on i literally saw a uh, sign that said that that's so 2020 of you <laughs> like littering is so 2020 like what does that even mean i <laughs> uh, like <sighs> all right well the, anyway I, I have one other thing to say um and this one is i think the truest most real thing i'm going to say um this entire episode don't turn me off listen djs of the world clubs are opening up i see you barbarella i'm talking to you all right dj glitterous Play Hands Up, Eyes on Me by Bo Burnham in the fucking club. Don't be a coward. 
If that song comes on, you put your fucking hands up. Dude, that song is so fucking good. And don't be afraid of the subject matter, all right? Let's just all get down. Let's cry and just really fucking vibe out to it. Don't be a coward. I agree with this, like, 100%. Like, we need to play, like, play, like, really sad, emotional songs on the dance floor. With a beat. Let's have, like, a sad sad girl and boys night dance party. Like, the remix of Caroline Palaszczuk. Like, uh, <laughs> like, I'm so, like. Can we just, like, normal? Like can we just. butterfly trapped in cellophane. Everyone's, like, I see. what? All right, you're going to have space cowboy disco parties, right? That's the theme night. How about let's mourn 2020 and what we went through together. Let's cry and dance together as a release. That is fucking beautiful society. (laughs) Don't be a coward. What are you talking about? Let's what I can't think of a more real thing to do than to just get zooted. (laughs) Yeah. With some lights at a club and put on hands up eyes on me by Bo Burnham. Maybe even on repeat. Hello? Am I wrong? You're not wrong. I agree. That song is a bop. In every way. (laughs) Hey, Trashlings. We just wanted to remind you all to follow us on our social medias. We don't want you, our besties, to miss out on any of our content. So make sure you follow us on Instagram at Demon Trash Podcast, TikTok at Demon Trash Cast. With YouTube, we have two channels. We have the Demon Trash Podcast channel, which is the one you're watching this podcast on now. And then we also have our Demon Trash YouTube channel, which we just do a lot of fun content like we movie reacts stuff. and it's we'll fun. be playing games and we, you know, we're just our goofy gal selves over there. <laughs> uh, but you can find all of this info at demontrash.com, which is going to be updated weekly now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> go over there. It has everything. Also, guys, don't forget to rate and review us on whatever podcasting platform that you are using. It really helps small shows like us out. Um, Give it a five-star rating. Go on. Don't be shy. Uh, And if you have demon trash friends, which I know you do because you're a disgusting piece of trash like us, go and tell them. Share it with them. I'm sure they'll like it since you like it, you disgusting piece of trash. And if you like what we do here, you want to help us keep the lights on (laughs) and uh, spare some pennies, you can support us over at anchor.fm slash demon trash. Again, that's anchor.fm slash demon trash for as little as 99 cents a month or whatever you feel like shelling over it is the reason why we have these lights in the studio space now studio this is xander our boy (laughs) um and you guys help us do all this for you so thank you guys so much to all the trashlings who are already doing that we really love you and thank you so much for your support all right back to the show i mean like carol said like earlier we've been fully like embracing like escapism like i cannot tell you how many audiobooks i've listened to yeah in the past like few weeks i ride and die for them and i love them but then after i'm done listening to them i am so sad like i go into mourning yeah yeah i i usually after i listen to like a good book i have to just like take a few days to like process everything mm-hmm. and i just like have to step away from like like just and just process i think the thing is too is that um like a lot of these books 
that we've been like listening to or slash reading um, or like things that we've been watching are so good. Like this is high quality art. Mm -hmm. Now, I know art's subjective, but this is like stuff that people are obsessed with, you know, so like as a these are really popular books and TV shows and things like that. But it's like high quality art. So like we're coming in. We're not reading the like these random books. We're reading like the best, the best of the fucking best right Mm -hmm. now. And then when it's over, it's like, man, how am I going to find anything like that? That's how I feel because the From Blood and Ash series. um, I don't know. I hadn't been really. (laughs) I had been reading self-help a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) And I was like fuck that i mean i haven't been reading like any like i've been reading, I've been reading since i was literally like a teen like let's be honest like yeah. i haven't read for like fun yeah in like so long yeah like probably a teen like teens yeah. high school i would i would say that it's been kind of a long time for me like i mean there were a couple things here and there um but nothing like super, super good that like hooked me to where I couldn't stop. Like it was all I could think about staying up all night just mm-hmm. to like read it or listen to it. And um, honey, I stayed up until like one thirty last night listening to my book. finishing this audiobook, crying because like I know that I will never be able to like listen to this again for the first time. I know. Yeah, I, I will think never about it. like be able to like experience this feeling again for the first time. Yeah, and it's like, okay, well they're good enough to like revisit, but it's not the same. It's not the it's same. It's not the same. I'm like oh, man, it's just it's so good. And then, you know, and then it just it makes me spiral afterwards because it's just like why do I care this much about it? It's not real. It's not real. Why do I care this much? And, um, but yeah, I just, I think it's hilarious that I was just like, you know what? Self-help. Fuck that. I'm done reading that. I am, take me to a fantasy world. I don't want to think about anything. I've done enough self-exploration. I need a break. I need to go. I need need to like deep dive into my imagination. And I will say like reading this kind of like reading reading and watching things that are actually i really like and enjoy has actually like made me feel more creative oh yeah no no, no. like I, was... I feel like i've like been like refueled with like creative energy because yeah. like i feel like i was watching a lot of stuff but like it no, i didn't like it as much and it didn't like inspire me well i just feel like a lot of the stuff that was that i was consuming in the last year and a half was um just not good like it's just not good and i think i saw a tweet like i think it was like early on in 2020 early on in the pandemic i think it was seth rogan who tweeted something along the lines of you know this is actually a good thing for creators because now people are going to take more time with their scripts they're going to take more time with their books they're going to take more time on those things Uh, because all they have now is time and I think now we're at the stage where things are starting to come out where those where these creators and artists and writers and all these people um, actually really um, you know uh, gave it their all and it's really Mm -hmm. coming across and I just I'm loving all of the art and stuff that's coming out and yeah for sure I think but I think just like as a creator um, we've talked about this before of just like you need to refuel you can't constantly uh put out if you're not putting anything in 
um that's just burnout 101 but especially if you're a creator you have to like feed the imagination a little bit and i just i love it i um listen i don't want to go outside because i like it in here in my brain um (laughs) uh but yeah no um (laughs) they're so good like these books are so good um i'm spending way too much money on books though (laughs) Like, which I didn't know was a problem you could have. A hundred percent. Books are expensive. They, I feel like and they've then, gotten more expensive. They're, well, everything's getting more expensive, honey. That's inflation. But um, <laughs> the dollar's losing value. Everything's going to crash and burn very shortly. You mean we can't just print more money? Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, books are expensive. Really, they've expensive. always been expensive. No, I feel no, dude. I feel like I could walk out of B and N with a. That's my problem, though, is I want the hardcover. Yeah, the hardcovers have always been expensive, and if you don't want to get them on Amazon, like it's even more expensive. Jeffrey Bezos, <laughs> you did it. <sighs> um, but it's like, I don't know. I love seeing like really getting into all these things because like watching like. Bo Burnham special like it really inspired me because he literally do that in a room mm-hmm. with like just himself and it's just like wow how can he so like he can capture like the human experience so well with in a just room by himself right. I mean it's very good now I do want to get uh I want to be really real with you guys here when I say I'm consuming art I want to be very clear on what kind of art I am consuming and that is a uh, specifically smutty adult fantasy fiction um, nothing else. Uh, and I just want to be really honest about that because um, I think that's very important to the narrative of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, I know what you're... Oh, she's reading porn. Well, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a facet of it, but the world building... <laughs> Is, you know, so here's, okay, so this is what I'm trying to explain to my boyfriend, which is why he's upset that I'm, I'm crushing on the, 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 the characters are, you know, once you, once you, once you um, say, okay, yeah, there's a lot of smut in it, everyone thinks, oh, it's just porn, but it's good. It's very good. Here, here's my uh, like. Here is like my like. Can you back I, me up on this one? Yes, I can 100 percent back you up. This is how like I know it's just not. It's not just porn. It's because like if you <laughs> if you it's when you're reading it and then you immediate like <laughs> say you get to a little sexy time scene, yeah. but you're like, can we get back to the plot, please? Like I'm ready yeah, for the next yes, plot. Yes, yes. You know thing to happen All right, and that's how i know it's good because as much as i love the smutty sexy times now we know we don't skip ahead because it, no. it could it could it could it could add something to the narrative well sometimes there's little secret you know plot lines and like little like right, 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 little right. fun little things in there <laughs> but uh <laughs> but a hundred percent like a hundred percent like i know it's a good book when i am like i'm like cool smart that's but fun. also like what's next what's gonna happen what's next the tea? How or if i even even if i get tired of the smut and i'm just like let's just get to the plot you know yes and that's how i know if it's like actual like quality but i do um and if i cry about it i do enjoy it <laughs> the smut uh i like it but it doesn't need to be in my books but i like it mm-hmm <laughs> 
But it's hard to explain to everybody um, that it's good when um, they know it's smutty. Well, did anyone uh, say anything about Game of Thrones? Uh, that has sex scenes in it. Uh, but look at that. It's a very popular HBO show. Yeah, and a lot of people liked it for the sex scenes. So so I will not be judged. I'm just not going to be judged about it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just not going to accept it. Um, I know it's good, and I don't have to explain it to you. Why don't you give it a read? And you'll see very quickly. Uh, there's an entire community on TikTok called Book Talk that's very, that just, they know. And they'll put you on it. You've been warned. Go read From Blood and Ash. Go read it. Jennifer L. Armentrout is a fucking genius, and so is Sarah J. Mass. <laughs> they're good writers, too, and people think that they're not, but I'm, I guess everybody has their preference. Uh, yeah. I, I saw people know. complaining about, like, Sarah J. Mass's, like, but the prose is so terrible. I'm like, what are you reading? This isn't English lit. <laughs> like, go read Pride and Prejudice or, like, go read whatever a classic. Go read your classics if you want prose, okay? I'm here to be entertained. <laughs> That's the fucking dumbest thing I've ever heard. They complain about the prose, but what do they do? They said, uh, do I care, though? No, they took the books back and started to read them. So, guys, like, there's different types of books out there. It's like, are we going to just put out fucking classist literature? Or are we going to put out entertainment? All right, guys, we're looking at our phones 100% of the time. All right, keep me entertained, bitch. That's what I'm saying. And I'm reading now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> reading. It does make me feel like an absolute. Like I'm better than you. No. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel like an absolute villain that I'm listening to smut in my ear as I'm working and driving around in bar they like. Dude. It does. I, I am questioning. <sighs> Dude, there my, have been times where my morality is sleeping next to me. I'm up late reading my book and I'm just like. Like, turning my book away from him. Like, I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, this is too much. This is too fucking much. This is too detailed. And I feel like I get on the side of my bed and I get on my knees and I pray. And I pray to the God above that I will not be smote in my sleep, dude. Because I am just like... Woo, it gets hot and heavy. And also, like, when you're driving and you have to turn it down just because you think someone could hear this. <laughs> someone walking on it. the street is hearing, and he put it inside me. Like, it's just like. <laughs> I'm, like, constantly just, like. like please don't. Please, no please, one, please. no one knows, but I know. Like, and I'm messed up. No one's looking at you, but everyone's looking at me. And I am demon trash. Me. And mm-hmm. I've accepted this, but. It's I love it. So well, it's like it's like um you know what it is. It's like uh, reading fan fiction, which is like a secret thing that everyone does. Don't tell me you've never looked at Wattpad. <laughs> I don't believe you. Um, it's like it's like fan fiction, but like it's not fan fiction. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's just as smutty as that. Yeah. Sometimes, but but I really love that this like genre is like coming new adult. new adult is like coming to the forefront because like i feel like ever since like i've been stuck with like shitty fan fiction like actually no hate to fan fiction writers no 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 because you guys are the salt of the earth you do it 
just because you're passionate, you are an artiste. I love you. You've nothing but respect for you, honestly. Like on it, like, like can we get a hand for like fan fiction writers? Like you guys deserve like. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for filling this void inside me for so long. But I am also so happy that there's like new adult fiction now. And for people who don't know what new adult fiction is, it's basically what should come after um, young adult between like, because most adult fiction has characters that are 30 years and up. And then young adult goes up to like the age of 18. There wasn't really anything that filled the 18 to 30 gap. Mm -hmm. So we weren't getting like people in their 20s weren't getting any fiction that was relevant to them yeah none nobody in their 20s had characters that were their age which is so weird to think about so there's this new genre that's come up in the like the last couple of years um called new adult that is for people in their 20s and it's great you get you get all the spiciness you get you know coming of age stories Mm -hmm. and you get the smut and you get it's great it's characters that are your age range that you can identify with and that's why i love it so much yeah um but it's what's crazy is new adult has come from uh the internet it's come from essentially fan fiction writers fan fiction has shaped this genre um and the best example i can give is el james 50 shades of gray Mm-hmm. Which was a Twilight fan fiction. There you go. And that's how New Adult was kind of. I wouldn't say it was like that's how it was born, but that's like the best example I can get of like give. And there's a lot of like self-published um, mm-hmm. people who do New Adult, but I love that a lot of these people are no longer having to self-publish. They are, uh, what's the word? Mainstream published. What I guess is the they're being know. published. They're being published mm-hmm. by publishers publishers <laughs> there we go um yeah no it's great um but yeah it's it's, it's kind of wild that like because like jujutsu kaisen ended mm-hmm. and then um and then i love how uh raven sent uh sent a text message to both of us saying that uh the jujutsu kaisen creator is like taking like a month off because of his health and that meant like things might get a little delayed with the anime of season two and i was just like oh my god like I need this. I guess that's me, though. I shouldn't be. I I don't need content right now. It's just like give me more, 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 more. Well, it's I it's it's so good that it's I want it right now. Good, and I just like can't handle any like bad news like that. It's the only thing getting me through. I I maybe I should just be honest about that too. Like it's the only thing that it's like keeping me afloat. <laughs> and you said you were better than before. I'm fine. <laughs> I really am, though. Like, no, I think, uh, like, uh, I was telling my friend, because, um, you know, my, he was basically being like, you know, it seems like you're, uh, you know, reading a lot. And, you know, I was talking to him about all these things. And I was like, it's because, honestly, dude, I feel like uh, for me, I can finally pay attention to it and actually, like, enjoy it. Where before I felt like I had a lot of distractions, you know, also I'm ADHD. We get it. You have ADHD. But it was just I had a trouble with um, paying attention to things and being able to enjoy things. And now that I am able to pay attention to things and really, like, process it, um, you know, it's nice. I like it. I like it. Give me more. I want more. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to read more. I can't wait to watch more things. And it's very inspiring for me. I like it. It gets me in my creative zone. I'm always thinking of new ways to make things. And I mean, we do a lot for Demon Trash. We are always 
making content for Demon Trash or working on content. So it's just like it's nice as a creator to um, be enjoying other things that other people create Mm because it helps me and inspires me to create whatever I'm doing. And it's nice. And even if it's smut, I love it. So even, yeah, I just, <laughs> let's be really clear again. It's smutty adult fantasy fiction, but it gets me through. It helps me. <laughs> it's good for my mental health. <laughs> it's my medicine. Um, yeah. Uh, guys, let me know. I want to know, do you guys have other, I always, that's my problem though with book talk is it's always, they're always like, I have some book recommendations for you. And it's like, we get it. Everyone knows about Akatar and from Blood and Ash. We know. Give us, is there other ones? There's gotta be, right? Yeah. I feel like there's just not, it's new. Maybe. And it's not, it's hard to find good stuff. It's, it's, it's hard to find like good. Cause remember like after Twilight, there was like all those books that came out that were essentially following the same format or like, and they were not, they're just not not as good. good. And we just, the problem is we like, we, we read the cream of the crop. So like a lot of like stuff is like not going to be as good and you just have to settle for that. And it's just like, you could go back and listen to the same thing again, but it's like, it's not going to be the same. Like I already listened to it. It's ruined me, dude, that I started at literally the top of the mountain. Raven said it. He goes, he goes, you started at Mount Everest. Kilimanjaro is cool, but it's never going to be that mountain. (laughs) And it's just like, fuck, well, I need a new mountain. The good thing though is, is that they're not, over the series aren't over most of them have just begun so there's much more content to come i feel like i'm in middle school again waiting for like breaking dawn to come out do you know what i mean it's wild to think that i'll probably be in my 30s when my favorite series of all time ends and like what am i gonna do then Mm -hmm. seriously what am i gonna do there better be more books like this there better be more content that's going to satiate me. Is well, that the word? I'm sure the market will get flooded once. Uh, well, everyone's going to see that. Pe- oh, people money. like Akatar. People like From Blood and Ash. We need to write more stuff like this. Um, it is kind of cool, though, to see more indie authors getting the recognition that they deserve. Mm-hmm. Because I think like a lot like because they gained like a community. On, that's the other thing about new adult writers is they usually gain recognition through their online community that they build over time. Mm-hmm. Like I believe I could be wrong. Don't quote me on this, but I believe Sarah J. Mass and Jer- Jennifer L. Armentrout started out self-publishing. Did they? I, I think so. If not Sarah J. Mass, I think Jennifer L. Armentrout. I could be lying, mm-hmm. but that's, that's cool. Yeah. To me. I think that's cool. Like they kind of like paved their way and now they're getting now they're, uh, getting the recognition. I'm. I can't talk anymore. They're getting the record. They're, they're doing it. Good job. <laughs> I. Uh. I think I realized that. Um. I'm very like introverted. Um. Because like pre-pandemic, I feel like you know we get it. We all had lives and we had these routines. But um, I do consider myself a very like I'm more of like an ambivert. Like I can be extroverted, but um, I really don't uh. like I have like I'm more introverted like I do get kind of worn out you know going to social events it does take a lot out of me um and introverts get that it's not like a mental health thing it's just more of just like you know when you're like you go out you spend your time with your people and you have fun and you're social but then I need to like return and have my time Mm mm-hmm And I think what I'm enjoying is um, I used to really struggle with being alone with myself. And um, 
and now I like my alone time and I like being able to sit with myself and read a book or sit with myself and watch a show and not feel like I need to do that with other people because I was feeling sad or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And now I'm really feeling like I'm in a better place uh, and I can, I enjoy my alone time. I enjoy being my, uh, an individual with myself that has things that I enjoy in my private time. And it's nice because then I don't feel like I have to, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, do you, whenever you're like, you only watch or consume things or do things with another person because you're not doing it on your own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I felt like I wasn't, um, I was afraid of being alone. I didn't like being alone during quarantine. And now that I'm like getting better, I feel like I enjoy, uh, my own hobbies i enjoy my alone time and it's nice to have your own thing yes that, thank you <laughs> fuck avery is my translator she gets my brain she's able to like she's able to hear my rants and 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 turn them into something it's become a thing even raven has to be like avery what is she saying <laughs> what is what is this language i speak um i don't speak english apparently it's just it's just i don't know what it is yeah i get what you mean because like in the time that i've like kind of gone out with friends it definitely feels like a different mode yeah like not in like a bad way of being like oh i'm putting on a mask but like yes. i'm switching into like a different mode like i'm switching into a different like gear on my cart you know what i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like when i'm out with people and it's also nice because um because now i feel like i actually have things to share because I'm doing things by myself <laughs> and it's nice um, where before I would feel like I was just like, well, you know, um, uh, I don't know. I don't have anything in that's just for me. You know what I mean? I yeah. don't do anything for myself. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like I do things for myself, um, which is nice. I think it's a good thing, uh, but it is escapism. And I, I don't think anything's bad with that. Yeah, no, I think the difference between escape of, like when it becomes escapism and it's unhealthy is when you that's all you do Mm. and you're not like if you're escaping to escape not for entertainment but you're escaping to actually exit the reality of your life yeah do you know what i mean that's when it becomes like unhealthy yeah but if you are is like just embracing like a new book or art or album like music like and you're getting really into it to like be entertained i don't think i don't find anything wrong with that exactly and i think that's it makes me happy it makes me happy uh do i mean it when i say it's the only thing keeping me going yes but i mean i don't mean that's it's not the only thing keeping me going we all know this guys but i i just i really enjoy it i like that it's something that i'm passionate about it's something that i'm really enjoying it's something i'm excited about that uh is my thing that i get to enjoy uh and well, Avery, me and Avery get to enjoy it together. <laughs> I'm not alone in it. I get to talk about it. And then um, our roommates and my boyfriend leave the room when we start to talk about it because we stay up all night and, and we simp over fantasy boys and it's lots of fun. Yeah. And that's that. <laughs> Speaking of purpose, <laughs> um, I found a new one. That's not just uh, fantasy fiction. So, um, oh yeah, this is this is big news. It's kind of cool. 
<laughs> I got a a dog, a puppy, a yes. sweet little puppy. Um, um, her name is Poppy, named after Miss Penelope herself. Her, Miss Penelope her, Belfour, Belfour. From from blood and ash, yes. guys. This these stories have inf- infiltrated into our everyday material world, dude. I will say, like her personality is just like Poppy. It really she is, really though. is a vicious little creature. You're a murderous, vicious little creature. <laughs> but um, um, yeah, I just like so. I I don't know what to say about this. I got a dog, and I have purpose now. Like, I feel yeah. Well, I fulfilled. wanted to know, because when I got a dog, um, I was given a dog in my early 20s by my boyfriend because I was really depressed and, and like, really struggling. And uh, he thought, oh, you know, a dog will give her purpose. It'll get her out of bed. Um, she'll have, you know, a comfort animal. And Kylo definitely has been that throughout my life. He's the best dog on the fucking planet, and I would do anything for him. Uh, so I was like, you know, do you feel like when you, when she got Poppy, I was like, do you feel like poppy's giving you purpose uh do you feel like she's gonna make you better (laughs) and and that's my question to you uh yeah i do honestly i um i feel like when you're in your like late 20s that you have kind of like two paths Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. for purpose outside of career and you know all that other jazz uh you can have you can settle down you can have uh, yeah children settle down have kids or you can get a, a pet to take care of. In this economy, <laughs> there's only one choice, people. <laughs> there's only one choice for babies. Um, they're just, I mean, ugh, I say that when I'm also saying, like, I do want kids. But they're just... Like, let's be honest. Am I mentally or financially exactly. ready, stable to have a child? No. no. Can I have a pet, though? Yes. Not really. Well, Still. Uh, <laughs> actually, I get what you're saying. But did I get one anyways? Yes. Yeah, I mean, the... Sorry, my hair... I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I. You don't feel mentally... Oh, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Why? Yeah, actually... Does anyone adopt an animal when they are mentally okay? <laughs> I don't know. The, I don't think the answer is yes. Or maybe yes, and we're just fucked up. Well, or I just have that kind of like personality where I don't want to like bring anything into my life that I'm not, I feel like I'm like fully prepared for or like ready for. So when like I got Poppy and you asked me that question the first time, I didn't even want to like be like, yeah, like, like <laughs> I didn't want to like get emotionally attached to this dog <laughs> unless I knew, like, because I was wow. like, I were was, you not even sure? Well, I was just like, what if something bad happens to her? She's still a puppy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because now I'm like, if anything happens to her, oh, do you think it was like it was too soon for me to ask <laughs> if, uh, oh, because you didn't have like an emotional attachment to her yet. No, I did. Like, I loved her with all my heart. I just don't want to say it yet. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm emotionally stunted. Like, essentially. Yeah. Well, you are. I'm not... scared to be vulnerable. Yeah, you are. You're I'm that scared type to get of hurt. But, yeah. You know, it's who I am. And I need therapy, but. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not. It's expensive. And in this economy. In this economy, I can't until. Therapy or a dog. And I'll choose dog every time. For 100%. And honestly, she has, like, 
helped me a lot. Like, yeah, because obviously I feel responsible for her. I want her to have a good life. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> even though I don't want to get up and go on a walk in the mornings, you like do. I can't do it for myself, but I will do it for her. And <laughs> yeah, that... let's let's unpack that. Um, <laughs> or not. I'd rather not because I feel the same exact fucking way. Like, why is it that I am so willing to do something else for an animal, but not for myself? <laughs> and that is the conundrum. That is that that is life, I suppose. <laughs> but anyways, like I love her. She gives me purpose and you know, but that's the thing, though. A lot of um, when I I had a therapist who told me right before I got Kylo, like a couple, probably like a month or two before we got Kylo, um, that was like, you know, and I, I recommend getting an animal, like getting a dog if you can, um, because, you know, I was new to the city and it was like very new. And it, it, she was like, you know, because having a dog would get you out. And, it, and he did. He, I took him to the dog park. I went mm-hmm. around. I explored Austin with my dog. And it was great. He was really good for me. Um, it, but yeah, like therapists um, and psychologists recommend people with depression or anxiety to get animals because it's another thing that you can take care of. So when you're in this mind state of not wanting to take care of yourself, you have no other choice but to take care of an animal because what fucking human being is not going to take care unless you're actually just a fucking soulless person. Like mm-hmm. you're not going to you know not get up and feed your dog like yeah who the fuck does, if you that that's you don't have depression you're a sociopath and you don't deserve an animal but um so yeah it's just like another way for people who are mentally fucked up and unwell isn't it good for people who have adhd too because it like dogs need routines so if you yes. like it helps you like build routines well yeah for the animal it's the same thing with like people with depression strut stru- people mental people with who struggle with mental health need like require structure <laughs> like a lot structure is good for people with bad mental health it's like us mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but structure's hard it yeah. is hard <laughs> and so sometimes having an animal uh fit into that is good because you get to build it over time um but now I'm a dog mom and yeah, I understand like-, like dog mom things. <laughs> are you kidding it now? What? What are like some dog mom things that you're getting? Like, I'm curious. Uh, when our friends send us like those dog TikToks, we're like, have you seen the ones where the like the dogs are FaceTiming? <laughs> yes, yes. I love it. Alicia <laughs> sends me those and I love them it so much. It is just like when when you get up and stretch and your dad doesn't say big stretch. <laughs> Ooh, big stretch. <laughs> big stretch. And yeah. I was like, I get that now because I'm a dog mom. Yeah. Or like <laughs> FaceTiming mom because dad pinched my cheeks and called me chonky. <laughs> chonky, chonky. Um, I also have been getting uh, a lot of like I've been watching like YouTube videos of like how to see if your dog loves you. I did the same shit when I got Kylo because I was like. <laughs> Because you worry when you, because you're like, you're sad, right? And you don't know how to love yourself. So then you get this animal thinking like this animal is going to be obsessed with me because I'm its mom. Mm-hmm. But then you're like, what if it's not? What if she, what if she doesn't What if love they me? don't even like me? <laughs> so right? you start to, you start to YouTube signs um, that your dog loves you. And she does do some of the signs. So I'm happy because yeah. if she didn't, I'd be devastated. See, like, that's the thing, too, um, that I learned about dogs is um, because I went through this phase where I thought Kylo um, didn't love me and that he loved you and like Raven and all these other people more. Um, But the thing is, is Kylo is different with me because I'm his mom. 
mm-hmm. right? And I learned this about dogs, is that dogs act differently with their, like, with their person. Well, with their pack leader. Yeah, exactly. They're more docile. Because um, Kylo is not as playful with me as he is with, like, other people. But it's because he doesn't, he's like, I don't fuck with mom. Like, <laughs> unless mom wants me, it wants to fuck with me. You know what I mean? Like, he's very sweet with me. He's very docile with me. But I know he loves you because he likes to stare deeply into your eyes, There's, which is so, one of the signs that dogs love a person. Yeah, because eye contact just, like, stare into my soul, and I love him. And another one is if they like sleep on your like dirty clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Poppy does that. So I was like, oh god, she does dirty like me. clothes. Yeah, because they smell like you. Oh, weird. Like more like they smell more like you. So they want to sl- like if they sleep on your clothes, that means they want to be like near you. Oh. Where's my dog? <laughs> yeah, no, I love my, I know, I know my dog loves me because he goes under my desk and it's like his little den, his little safe mm-hmm. space because um, I'm always there. Uh, yeah, man, dogs are great. Um, <laughs> it was kind of a surprise, though, when you got her because I was like, man, holy shit, like she's just getting a dog. That's crazy. I wasn't like planning. I was thinking about it for a while that I like wanted my own like dog. Like I wanted something that was mine. Do you know what I mean? No, I get that. And um, and then she uh, she was a stray, uh, and like my like my family found her, like my brother found her as a stray, and um, they tried to like find the owner, and no one ever like claimed her, mm-hmm. um, and uh, so like it was like a like a few months that they had her, and my dad like. They already had two dogs and they didn't want to like take on another one. They couldn't take on another one. And um, my mom like refuses to take dogs to shelters. So my dad right. was like, think about giving her away to another family. But like, I was like, well, let me meet this dog and see if like we vibe if we vibe. And the funny thing is my brother found her on February 25th, which was my birthday. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, oh my god, that's fucking fate, dude. Yeah, that's like when, um, oh my god, that's so. I'm sorry, I just need a moment to process that. Like, <laughs> I'm, I don't know why I'm getting like emotional about that. Um, that's so fucking beautiful, dude. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's fucking beautiful. Because I felt that way when I found when I got found Kylo. Do you remember we went to that ranch and he ran directly to me across the field? Mm-hmm. And I and and Raven was like, he got emotional. <laughs> when that happened because he was like wow this is like the dog this is hers yeah this is her dog mm-hmm. and uh wow that's so fucking beautiful dude um <laughs> i just i really i um that wasn't on today's outline for the podcast <laughs> and so you really just kind of hit me with that oh fuck wow but yeah so life is crazy in my mind i was like i guess it's meant to be yeah no for sure that's right that's crazy yeah, I love her, and she's a little Miss Bossa Nova. Plus, like Bossa Nova, we uh we have funny nicknames for her. Like one of my favorites is I said "Bust it, Bust it down, Papiana," and now we just call her Papiana. <laughs> like everyone calls her Papiana. Well, because she's like a puppy and really docile, so you can just like wiggle her. However or I you call want, her really. Poppy Flower. Yeah, like from from the Blood book. and Ash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, but um, uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, but the thing about, like, shelters now is that they're really, like, this has been all through, like, uh, COVID, too, is that they're really overrun. 
So like, yeah, well, a lot of people um, adopted animals during quarantine. And now that quarantine's over and people going back to work, people are taking their pets back. And and now the shelters are completely packed full of these animals that once had a home. And then these people, these fucking assholes who adopted them, who now took them back because they're like, oh, wait, no, I can't actually have a dog. I'm too. I'm going that is out. so fucked so up, terrible. dude. I'm sorry, but if that's you, like you're an asshole. Yeah. I'm so it, like that's just how I feel. Like you should never adopt. Like all right, here we're talking about like was I mentally financially ready to have a dog? No, but whatever. We made it work. Yeah, our dogs are very well taken care of. My dog eats expensive ass food that I can't <laughs> afford, but I make it happen because he deserves goodness. Yeah. Um. It's like one thing if you fall onto like hard times and financially can't support this animal anymore. Right, or you're like sick or whatever. I get that. But if you're just like, oh, I have an an I had an animal because I was bored in quarantine, but now I'm going back to my nine to five job, so I'm not gonna have this dog anymore. Like you're a fucking douche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's terrible because we're really lucky where we live in like Austin, where like they like most of the shelters are no shelter. are no kills. But like but outside in other side of Austin, outside of Austin. My dog, Kylo, was going to be euthanized. That's why um, I got him. He was going to get euthanized at six months. Yeah. Because he was down um, near San Antonio. In San Antonio. And not all, like, not all cities have, like, the same, like, try and save them. So (laughs) it's it's just, like, if you get an animal, like, realize it's, like, a life This is a commitment. Choice. This This is is, a life choice. You're going to be with this animal until the end of their lives are yours. (laughs) And you better make it work, dude. However, yeah. however you do it, you got to make it work mm-hmm. because animals are precious beings. We are undeserving of animals. Yeah. Man. Okay, guys. Well, uh, that's the end of our episode. Um, let us know what you guys have been up to. We love to hear it. Thank you all so much for the support lately. We love your comments. Um, it's really cool to find new people who enjoy what we're doing and make you guys feel not so weird. Um, so welcome to all the new trashlings and yeah we will see you guys very soon we have some guests coming up on future episodes and we'll be talking all about that but guys don't forget to go check out all of our stuff and we will talk to you very very soon bye trashlings bye bye trashlings papa loves you very much